Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and as some of you can see and some of you can hear, I'm in my car. This is a very loose episode, so I wanted to do it for my car. I think best there. This is going to be your obligatory beginning of the year podcast. Not the end of the year, the beginning of the year. So 2,024 years ago, uh, Jesus, and that's why it's 2024. So... um, just as a, a funny story, and this is, this, this, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all, but this will sound extremely disrespectful. I don't mean it that way. Um, but uh, one day, um, I, I used to work, this was like 100 years ago, and um, it was probably when I first took refuge in uh, Tibetan Buddhism, specifically the Karmakagyu lineage. Uh, this gentleman I worked with, who at first, he was my greatest teacher in that he rubbed me the wrong fucking way in every sense of the word and he was in the cubicle catty corner to me we ended up becoming good buddies he was a fantastic human loved his family loved God loved Jesus he was just such a love loving person which is why at the time I found him so thoroughly irritating um but uh one day um my sales manager had mentioned to him that I had, you know, done this refuge thing because my, my, my sales manager used to make fun of me a lot because I'd always be taking off to do these, you know, retreats and shit like that. And, um, one day Mike goes, you know, Keith, we know where Buddha was buried and we know where Muhammad was buried, but we don't know where Jesus was buried. And he meant that and uh, because Jesus arose from the dead and ascended to heaven. And I responded with, that's because Buddha and Muhammad were real. And that set the tone for our relationship. Uh, <laughs> I have since repaired it. Uh, we actually sat together at a wedding. It was a lot of fun. Um, anyway, but uh, so anyhow, before we get into today's episode, um, some of you will understand what this means and some of you won't. And if you know, you know. But next month on our first Wednesday of every month online gathering for the $10 a month Patreon uh, members or the $20 one-time person that might join, um, my friends, my uh, comrade, my colleague, my brother, um, my rabble-rousing partner, in crime, Troy Meeks will be joining me. And some of you know what that means. And if you know, you know. And if you do know, then let me say this to you. If you're not a member of the $10 a month Patreon tier, you should join because if you enjoyed that sort of interaction with me uh, that you may have had in the past, uh, then you would enjoy this. Uh, We have a really great little community. I'm enjoying it. Last night we had our our January meeting and it was fucking fun and so cool. Um, the contribution of the other members and stuff has been really a lot of fun. Um, but next month in February, we're going to be talking about prayers, mantras, and affirmations. And the reason I wanted to bring Troy into that was because, um, that's a practice that has deeply affected his life. Uh, and it's something that, you know, at one point, you know, he was very heartbroken and I shared that with him as before I was into sharing all this stuff with people. 
and I said, hey, you know, can I just offer this to you? And I did, and yeah. So I wanted to bring him into that. Um, he may have changed some of your lives with that practice, with the labyrinth and, and the whatnot. So I wanted him to be a part of that. Uh, this also might be um, my sneaky way of getting the band back together. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if you're interested in that, go to the website, theinfinitesparkofbeing.com, click the Patreon slash donate button. That button will be changing because I'm changing this website. Speaking of donate, if you like the content that I'm producing, you like the things that I'm saying, know this, I'm doing this all myself. All of the artwork, uh, all of the writing, all of the design, all of the, all of the everything, it's me. Um, and if you appreciate that, feel free to donate through PayPal or Venmo. Um, everything helps. Um, it's all greatly appreciated. Um, also, there is the new store online is there, so you could also support me that way. Um, if you're interested in doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, um, I, uh, maybe you want to start a meditation practice. You want to start some sort of spiritual practice. You don't know where to start. I'm here. Um, if you want to deepen your understanding of meditation, of the mind, of your spiritual nature and all that, you know, reach out. Uh, we can work something out, uh, but do that through email or direct message on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. If you'd like me to come and do a workshop, speak about things. Also email me, direct message, and you can learn more about me on the about button there on the website, theinfinitesparkofbeing.com. Uh, also the books are there, shop all the new the new yoga leggings and tops are there and fun evil eye and hamsa stuff that i know some of you really enjoy um okay so i wasn't gonna do a new year's -y kind of episode but um you know i was talking to, uh to my girlfriend and we were kind of it was the it, it's hard to like we have people around us that are always trying to make the kind of changes that I think that we've made in our lives and people use this January 1st concept as the time that they're going to make that change and then often fall off and give up and and whatever because it is hard to make these changes but something I was thinking I was like you know this January 1st thing is very arbitrary I mean, it's this weird calendar that not even everyone's using, but um, the year starts when you do, is what I ended up saying. And I, I like the idea because, you know, if you start, like, say you want to start doing yoga, you know, or um, which I found out this year that that meme about, like, January 1st at yoga, and it's like, what, some actor, something like with his eyes really big. It's like, it's everyone. Uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, just absolutely packed. And, and I love it. But the reality is a lot of those people are going to quit. Um, because it is difficult to do something physical that you, especially if you don't do physical things. But let's say you start and you fall off and you you know, it's, it's normal to fall off. And my advice to you when it comes to wandering off of a spiritual path, a physical discipline, whatever it is, that wandering off, that losing your footing and eating a dozen donuts or whatever the thing is, 
being completely unskillful and just yelling at somebody, that teaches you more than the actual path will ever teach you. Fucking up is an essential part of this. And when it comes to this idea of a year, like if you started, you know, let's say you started on January 1st and you couldn't sit and do meditation every day or whatever. It starts when you do. If, it, if you start February 13th, then your year, the next February 13th, you'll say, I've been doing this for a year. Don't get caught up in this resolution thing. And another thing, this, these resolutions, Christ, this word is horrible. What if we just have some goals? You know, and, and something I did was I wrote down what was going to happen in 2024. And at the top of the page, I said, everything on this page happened in 2024. And I wrote it as if it had already happened. Um, And that, I think, is a very important piece when it comes to manifestation, um, prayer. You know, um, I was... uh, uh, It was always... I always had trouble uh, with the idea of prayer because I was taught to pray in a way that was like, oh, please, can I please have something? It's like that, but really it's not. Um, And those of you that are Christian um, will dig this, but I believe it's Mark 11, verse 24, um, that you pray as though you've already received it, that you have that level of confidence that's like, yeah, this is is it. you know, and then removing the doubt and having faith that these things will come to fruition. Doubt will ruin everything. Neville Goddard wrote a lot about doubt as that it was, that it was, that you have to kill the doubt in order to acquire anything you want. Um, you know, uh, from a, you know, I, I love using the term because it's so fucking gross, but cognitive behavioral therapy. From that standpoint, you know, if you were saying, like, I'm going to get into meditation this year, I'm going to start a yoga practice, I'm going to start running, you know, um, I'm going to start walking every day. I don't know, whatever it is, that to act as if, like, if somebody was doing this thing, like, what would they do? How would they act? You know, um, it goes back to, uh, a long time ago, I heard somebody say, you know, um, if you wanted to be like an author or something like that, you know, well, what are these, these people that are doing the thing that you want to do? What do they do? More importantly, what, what don't they do? You know, like there's probably some things that you do that's like a waste of your time or, or whatever it is. Um, man, I just watched this guy haphazardly put his helmet into his saddlebag on his bike and did not close the lid. And I feel like that's going to flip open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, act as if. Like if somebody was, if say somebody goes to yoga a lot, somebody sits in meditation, how do they act? Well, they just do the thing. They act like somebody who does that thing. And part of that would be that they do it. You know? Um to hold yourself a certain way, you know, there's a lot of the, um, you know, uh, a lot of the instruction given around the law of attraction manifestation is always to act, 
you know, to carry yourself as if, you know, and I think that's very important. Um, if you don't want to uh, be a sad sack, you should probably hold yourself like somebody who's not a sad sack. Um, yeah, so the year starts when you do, right? A 12-month period is a 12-month period, right? However long it takes for us to get around the sun, 12 years, or 12, 12, 12 months, then okay, that could start in June. It starts whenever, you know? Um, but I know that... And you know, another thing for some of you, <laughs> um, that starting over period is usually on a Monday, you know, like I'm going to wait till Monday and I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to stop doing this one little thing that's ruining my life. I'm going to stop doing it on Monday. Um, don't just stop, just stop it, start it, whatever it is. Just, you can do it right now. You don't have to wait. Um, but yeah, I know that the, uh, the year is difficult. Yeah. I was thinking about that because a lot of people, you know, they live, like, I live somewhere where if it's, like, it's January, right? And if I decide I'm going to start a program of running or walking in South Florida, I can do that in January. Some of y'all live places where, fuck, I wouldn't go outside. It's too damn cold. You know, so that's tough. Um, somebody recently, uh, a client sent me a link to... Um, a Buddhist center that she wanted to start going to. And she goes, I was thinking of checking this out. And I responded with, interesting, why don't you just check it out? Like, why? <laughs> like, what are you thinking about? What are you pondering? Do you want to? You're obviously interested, so just go. You guys, there's a lot of resources around you, and it might not be the thing that you want, right, exactly the way you want it. Um, I remember I had, uh, when, when I was with Lama Losan, all those years, I um, always wanted to do this practice called the Amitabha, and I wanted to do the uh, white Tara or green Tara, one of the Tara things. I was I was always drawn to those. I was never try, uh, really drawn to the medicine Buddha practice, and that was his main practice was the medicine Buddha practice. And what's funny about that is that that is considered the Buddha of mental health. And that was long before I started working in mental health, which is kind of funny because Lama Lulsan was a psychologist before he was a monk and a lama. But I didn't, like, it wasn't as, like, pretty and flowery as, like, Tara or Amitabha were. And that's what I wanted. I wanted, like, the kind of, like, medicine, but it was a little boring, <laughs> which is a little foolish for me. Like, as I'm saying it, it sounds so stupid. But what he'd always say is, you do the dharma that's in front of you. You do what you have access to. You know, you want to, you know, take refuge in a Tibetan lineage or whatever, but there you only have access to, like, Zen centers or, you know, you want to do this thing, but you don't have access, just do it. I promise you, all of these systems, all of these things work. They all work, but in... With that Ramdas quote, I, I used it last night, that all systems are a trap, but in order for the system to work, you have to allow yourself to be trapped in it. And you got to do it wholeheartedly, like faithfully, just do it. You know, there's so many times that I shut off my rational, quote unquote, rational questioning part of my mind and just did it. You know, I stopped, like I was actually thinking today, it was funny, um, you know, when I first started um, chanting and, and, and 
my first foyer into being a Vaishnav, to being a, you know, I um, was really overly concerned with whether or not Krishna was a real person. So I was constantly being told by all these people that he was, he was a real person and Dwarka was this city and like, it's like Atlantis, like they can't find it. And maybe it was Atlantis. I was all, and at the end of the day, I stopped and was like, I'm just going to act like it is real. Fuck it, man. That's what, when we talk about belief, you know, I stopped concerning myself with whether or not Krishna was a real person and why do they always paint them blue and what and I just started doing the thing and that's when it really kicked in and that's when it really started to take hold um, and belief is like that it, remember it doesn't we get tra- like stuck on this idea of whether something's objectively true or not and remember objectivity requires or doesn't require it, it can't involve preferences opinions and tastes Subjectivity does. Objectivity can't involve the mind. Well, your entire experience is the mind. So good luck with your objectivity, right? Um, so when you look at yourself, you, you, you want to engage in this practice. You want to engage in this whatever it is, this running, walking, lifting, meditation, yoga, all this stuff, you know, you have to at least believe that you can do it. Um, there's one of the uh, yoga teachers at this place I go to, I find her just so ultra, thoroughly fucking annoying. Everything she says just grates on my nerves. But she says something that I, I take to heart and I do it every time. She always says, imagine yourself in the pose before you can actually get into it. And that's what I've been doing. Like, there are certain poses that there's a piece of me. It's like, bro, this is never going to happen for you. But then I remember there's other poses that, like, I thought were impossible that, like, I'm doing them pretty well, you know, that they were difficult. So I've really taken to that visualizing and believing that it is possible. I think about it a lot, actually. And I visualize that thing happening. Because if I can't even imagine it, right, then, you know, there, like, a lot of this stuff is the belief. That's, that's one of the things I've learned from, from doing asanas, right, postures and, and, and yoga is that, like, once you start, and it's like anything else, like running or, or anything, that there's this... You start doing it like there's no fucking way. Like I remember when I first started running, I was running a 15:35. Like my mile was 15 minutes and 35 seconds. That was my best. That's a fucking walk. Like, I, and now you know I'm not gonna share my time with you now. It's faster than that. But I had to believe that it was possible, right? I would look at other people running, be like one day. And then I stopped saying one day, and I said, you know, that's, that's what I do. I do. I do run that fast. That's, that's how fast I run. You know, and the same thing with all of this. This goes back to when we talk about imagination, that if you can't even imagine it working out, you can't even imagine, then how's it going to happen? Because part of this is believing, like when you're doing something physical, it's the belief or the mind's belief that you can do it. You know, a lot of times when you can't do something, it's because your mind doesn't believe it's possible. 
right and then you do it and whatever you know I definitely saw that skating and, and you know things like that so the same goes for all of it you know it's it's all of this even you know you can't imagine conceive of being at peace with the meditation practice and like going from having to like work to meditate to kind of just being in that state of non-judgment or whatever it is you have to believe and belief this is not objective it's subjective it's just it's all the mind that's what belief is it's the mind and i i from tracking my analytics i know when i say things like that i lose a lot of people and i'm not going to stop saying it this is the mind i'm sorry that you require an objective reality you unimaginative pain in the ass but if you could just imagine and lean into the subjectivity and understand that gives you a lot of freedom. I mean, if you need it to be objective, it's like, let's say you needed something to be objectively true in the moment. It's got to be real. It's got to be possible. But you've got a sore back, sore knees, you're overweight, you haven't seen your dick or your feet in God knows how long. You're not going to start because you don't, you're like, oh, I don't even bother with it. Good fucking luck, dude. And I can say those things because... At one time in my life, I couldn't see any of that. But, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, I used to, when I started running, my right ankle would fucking swell up down into my foot. I have no idea what it was. It would hurt like a motherfucker and it would swell up. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> Fuck it. I'm just going to run. And I just kept running. And lo and behold, it just kind of fixed itself. You know, my knees. I used to wear a brace on each knee. I was on a run one day. My knees were hurting anyway, and I got these fucking braces on. I was out on this levee running around with Lake Okeechobee. It's this really tall levee, and, and it's just this long, straight, boring run. And I got so pissed. I took these fucking braces off. I shoved them in my vest, and I just started running with them. I was like, you know what? If this is going to hurt anyway, then fuck it. In my mind, I just really felt that... I would get stronger if I stopped relying on them. And I did. But you have to, like you can, and that, that goes back to the divine mind and the conscious mind, which is what we were talking about last night at the gathering, was that the conscious mind, your carnal mind, or as one of the um, participants referred to, the mind is Carl. She said carnal. We all heard Carl. So now that's the name. But Carl's got a lot of fucking problems. Carl wants to bitch about everything, and Carl wants to find a problem with everything. And the divine mind goes, no, you can do this. And Carl's like, yeah, but and this is going to hurt, and that's going to... Shut up. Just go. God. If you don't have a... You know, you don't have to break a land speed record. You know? Um, I have a bulging disc. You can feel it. And recently, I tried to do, you know, back bends to the point where I strained it, you know. Um, but it's not, it hasn't stopped me from getting back in there, trying, you know, and just, you know, it's that like, what is it? I'd rather, I remember my dad, my dad was, when he was sick, he was chemoed out and radiationed out and just, ugh. And he, and he kept working. He'd go under the house and work on his cars and do this. He's like, I'd rather die on my feet than die in that fucking recliner upstairs. And so he just, he did that till he couldn't, you know. But are you going to live beholden to your small, scared self? That's the question. 
Are you going to live like that? Because if you are, I don't know, I get it. Fucking go for it. But that's the thing. When I start talking like this, I lose people. And I don't know if, if you can't even fucking give it a shot. I don't know if I want your fucking attention. Um, there's got to be persistent, conscious effort. Now, Neville Goddard talked about that a lot. You know? And there's a great um, Thoreau quote. And I'm probably going to screw it up, but you'll get the sentiment that, like, you can't make a trail on the earth without walking the same path over and over again, just like you can't make a path through the mind by only thinking something one time. You have to think the same beneficial things or whatever over and over again repeatedly, you know. Um, You can do this. But if you need it to be subjectively real, or I'm sorry, objectively real, like I need to be able to do it right now, then no, you're not going to do it because you're not there yet. You know, it's like not running and, and being discouraged that you can't run a marathon right now. It's like, no shit, you can't. Well, every time I try to sit in meditation, my mind just wanders around. Yeah. First of all, it's what the mind's supposed to do. So congratulations. You have a functioning mind, you know, and your attention is you know, going to wander around too. And why shouldn't it? You haven't trained it. So chill, give it all a break and just, just start doing it. It'll catch up. It'll be fine. Um, that's it. Go to the infinite If you want to spend some time with me, one-on-one do meditation, uh, start a meditation practice, deepen your understanding of that stuff. Check it out in the about, email me, DM me. If you're interested in the gathering, first Wednesday of every month, $10 a month on the Patreon, $20 of just one shot. You just want to check it out. And remember, next month, my uh, rabble-rousing buddy, Troy Meeks, is going to join me for prayer, mantra, and affirmation. Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.